Wolfpack, the tale from His Divine Majesty's ship, the Lord Solar Macarius, by Gordon Renee. Maintain formation, Macarius. All that matters is the rest of the convoy makes it safely to Aura. Need I remind you that uh, as a senior adept of the Departmentum Munitorum, the safe delivery of the free guard regiments these convoy carries is my responsibility. Leoton Semper, captain of his divine majesty's ship, the Lord Solar Macarius, stared at the flickering green image of the gaunt-faced Adeptus Terror official on the Opticon screen for a moment before giving his carefully worded reply. Indeed. The cargo may be your responsibility, but the transports carrying them are mine. As commander of the convoy's navy escort, it is my decision to recover the two lost transports. This system is a pirate nest. We lost four transports here on our last run, and five the time before. I'll not lose any more this time. We will leave you the frigate escorts and as many attack craft squadrons as we can spare. Pray that they are enough. Macarius out. Severing the comlink, Semper turned away to face his senior command officers assembled before him on the bridge deck, catching their approving nods at the manner in which he had dealt with the Departmento Munitorum official. Orders, sir, asked his second-in-command, Flag Lieutenant Hito Alante. Bring us about, Mr. Alante. Set course for the last known location of the Vanya and the Magna, and take us there all ahead full. We've got two lost sheep to save from the wolf packs. Drifting amongst the cover of one of the system's many scattered asteroid fields, the commander of the pirate scout ship watched in satisfaction as the surveyor screen in front of him showed the larger target icon of the Imperial Dictator-class cruiser detach itself from the rest of the convoy. As he watched, he saw a swarm of smaller energy readings suddenly appear in the cruiser's wake. He's turning back for the stragglers! and launch an attack craft to guard the rest of the convoy, he noted, picking apart the enemy captain's battle plan. Starhawk bombers, probably. Even with those free frigates still there, he's not leaving enough firepower to protect the convoy's flanks. He paused, running a scarred hand over his face, feeling the strange new bone shapes forming under the splitting flesh. It had only been recently that he and the other pirate pack captains had formerly sided with the forces of Abaddon the Despoiler, but already the effects of the Mark of Chaos were starting to manifest themselves on all of them. Assemble the pack, he ordered. By the time that cruiser returns, all that will be left for it to protect will be the drifting wreckage and some burned-out hulks. Captain Madison Chen of the Vanya looked around the battered command deck of his ship, steadying himself against the side of his captain's pulpit as another explosion rocked his ship. Somewhere, thousands of kilometres of space behind them, their sister ship, the Magna, was in its death throes, its main drive crippled and its internal atmosphere bleeding out into space as the enemy used lance weapons to punch holes through its hull. Both ships were what were scathingly called junkers, ancient decommissioned hulks, hastily refitted and pressed back into active service at the onset of the war. A convoy moves at the speed of its slowest ship, but travelling through the pirate-infested wilderness space between the Ban Moor and Aura subsectors, the limping speeds of the Vanya and the Magna had put the rest of the convoy in too much danger 
and so they had been left behind as the other transports raced towards the safety of the next warp-jump beacon. Another impact, stronger this time, rocked the command deck. Captain Chen looked to the tech adept monitoring the damage control systems. Damage report. The adept checked the runes, scrolling rapidly across the screen in front of him. No incoming weapons fire, Captain, but something just penetrated our hull. One of the enemy ships is launching assault craft. We're being boarded. Chen swore, his hand automatically reaching for the hilt of the sabre hanging on his belt. A pointless gesture of bitter defiance. Underarmed and undermanned, most of the other convoy transports had holds filled with thousands of Imperial Guard troops, but his carried only equipment and supplies. The Venya and its crew would be little challenge to any determined attacker. Still, Chen was a loyal servant of the Emperor, and he knew it was his duty to ensure that his ship and its cargo did not fall into the hands of the Emperor's enemies. He activated a rune on his command lectern, opening a comnet channel to the engine room sanctum where the tech priests of the Adeptus Mechanicus nurtured and monitored the beating plasma core heart of the ship's power systems. Captain Chen to Magos Henshaw. Commence your preparations for the rite of self-immolation. Shut down the coolant systems and... He was interrupted by a shout from one of the crewmen manning the surveyor monitors. Captain, we're reading the energy signals of another ship coming straight towards us. Emperor's mercy, it's the Macarius. The hard vacuum around the lead Starhawk bomber was filled with bright energy bursts as the squadron commander pilot jinked his craft through the incoming enemy fire. He flinched as several kilometres off to starboard, one of his wingmen suddenly exploded apart. The servitor behind him, hardwired into the ship's surveyor systems, counted off the range in ten-kilometre increments as they closed in on their targets. Latest reports now showed fifteen pirate vessels prowling around the fringes of the convoy. They were keeping a weary distance from the formidable prow lances of the free Firestorm frigate escorts, but the Firestorms couldn't cover the entire convoy and the pirates were making quick, probing attacks up and down the line of transports, testing the four Starhawk squadrons left behind by the Macarius as a makeshift secondary line of defence. Now, finding a gap in those defences, one pirate squadron was making a direct attack run on the squadron, A Nemesis squadron was racing to intercept. Approaching optimum strike distance, the targets came into view through the cockpit's Opticon-enhanced viewing ports. They were system-class vessels, too small to be fitted with warp engines, and the pilot's experienced eye picked out the details of half a dozen other vessel types cannibalised in their construction. The remaining Starhawks launched as one, the engine trails of ten plasma missiles streaking away towards the pirate ships. Two of the pirates broke off and retreated, but the third was too slow, a line of missile strikes raking it along its midships, the pirate gunship's hull burst open, and seconds later, it exploded as its breached reactor went critical. Nemesis squadron peeled away to avoid the debris cloud thrown out by the explosion. In his cockpit, Nemesis leader checked his instrumentation, seeing that his bomber's payload and fuel reserves were now at less than 50%. Attack craft such as the Starhawks had a severely limited operating capacity, and without mothership support, Nemesis and the other bomber squadrons would soon be unable to protect the convoy from the attacking pirate pack. The comnet link crackled into life, 
his navigator feeding him the coordinates of another reported incoming pirate attack further down the line of transports. Nemesis 1 relayed the orders to the rest of the squadron, bringing his swooping, gull-winged craft round to the new heading. Van Dyer's oath, he swore to himself. Where is the Macarius? The Macarius powered forward, armoured blast doors sliding open along the launch bay sections on either side of its baroquely armoured hull to unleash a wave of the deadly silver dart shapes of its fury interceptor squadrons. The craft fell upon their targets with merciless abandon, and the void between the Vanya and its pirate squadron attackers was lit up by the volleys of Laz cannon fire and the answering flashes of exploding assault craft. In the vanguard of the attack, Storm Leader eased back on the power flow to its engine systems and allowed the armoured limpet shell shape of its target to drift through into its weapon sights. Storm Leader watched a row of runes on his instrument panel flash green, lock on, and stabbed the firing trigger, sending volleyed streams of last cannon fire from his wing-mounted weapon banks. The pirate assault boat disintegrated, and, in the flare of burning gases escaping from the destroyed craft, the Imperial pilot could see the bodies of the assault troops inside spilling out into space as he peeled away, already in search of his next target. Aboard the Macarius, Leerton Semper watched as the pirate squadron disengaged from the attack on the Vanya, abandoning the assault craft wave to the marauding furies. Target dead ahead, Master of Ordnance, Remus Nida reported. Torpedoes ready to fire on your command. They're too close to the Vanya, Semper noted. We can't risk any stray torpedoes locking onto it as well. Helm, give me ramming speed. All decks brace for impact. The Imperial cruiser's plasma core engines sent it surging towards its target, and in the last few seconds before impact, Semper could clearly see the manoeuvring thrusters studied along the hull of the pirate ship flare into life as it futilely tried to slide out of the path of the incoming 30-kilometre-long juggernaut. The adamantium-armoured prow of an Imperial cruiser was specifically designed for ramming attacks, although tactically unorthodox, as taught in the naval academies on Cipra Mundi, said that such attacks should only be considered as a last resort. Thrown to the deck by the tremendous impact of the collision, feeling the shuddering tremors of his ship smashing a path through the body of the enemy ship, and hearing the exultant cheers of his crew as the Macarius carried on through the debris cloud of the twisted wreckage of what had only seconds ago been another vessel. Leerton Semper could only disagree with his Naval Academy tutors. It was, quite simply, the most satisfyingly effective order he had ever given. Semper climbed to his feet to find the impeccable and apparently unshakable figure of his second-in-command waiting for him. Vanya signals her thanks and requests a safe escort back to the convoy. Remaining enemy vessels are escaping but still within range of our portside batteries. Gun crews are ready and waiting. We are also picking up urgent mayday signals from the main convoy. What are your orders, sir? Fire Drake reporting. Only two of us left. All payload expended. Hard ringer reporting. Payload nil. Engine systems are running on vapours and prayers. Mantis reporting. A minimal payload and 5% fuel reserves remaining. Requesting assistance. Three enemy vessels incoming on our position. Nemesis 1 listened to the litany of reports from his fellow squadron leaders. Ignoring the flashing red warning runes of his own fuel monitor panel, he keyed open the comlig channel. Nemesis to Mantis. We've just enough fuel left to reach you. 
will join you in a combined attack wave and... The comlink frequency buzzed with static as a powerful new transmission source cut in. Macarius to all Starhawk squadrons. Stand down. We'll take it from here. Wolf packs. These pirate groups were called. But to Leas and Semper, they seemed more like scavenging jackals, attacking weak and vulnerable prey, but fleeing at the approach of any larger predator. The Macarius and the Firestorms had pursued the pirate pack to the fringes of the asteroid fields, claiming another four kills along the way, before turning back to rejoin the convoy. Now, with all surviving Starhawks safely recovered, and the Vanya escorted safely back by four squadrons of Fury Interceptors, the convoy had reached the edge of the system and was preparing to enter the war. Semper looked out of the viewing port, staring at the pattern of now distant asteroid fields. The wolf pack were in there somewhere, hiding in their asteroid lairs, and licking their wounds for now, but he knew they would be back again soon enough. One day, he promised himself. One day, when we've time and the ship's to spare, we'll be back in force to clean out these pirate nests. Then this scavenger pack, and all the others like it, will know what it means to face the full might of Battlefleet Gothic. And there we have it. Wolfpack, uh, as mentioned before, there's a, this is one of two short stories that go along with the Lord Solar Macarius story arc with the two novels and these two short stories. I hope you've enjoyed this. I managed to track this down in an old annual uh, of Battlefleet Gothic stuff. It's got rules and articles and stuff from White Dwarf. I think it was published in 2000, but I managed to find the copy. I managed to get it. But yeah, this is a this is a great little story. So if you if you're paying attention, you want to know. I would say this goes in between Execution Hour and Shadow Point. This is an in between a sort of thing. So treat it like that. The first short story, Incident Over Stranavar or at Stranavar, that's the first thing. Pilot, then Execution Hour, then this, then Shadow Point, and uh, I think that's me done with Battlefleet Gothic and the Gothic War for the foreseeable future. Uh, I've got a Blackstone Fortress lore video coming up that's going to be quite big, as in, like, you know, probably be about an hour and a half, two hours. But uh, that's coming up, so we'll mention, we'll be touching on the Blackstone Fortress stuff in, in the Gothic War. For me, personally, I think that's that's mostly me done. I considered doing a lore video, just, like, listing off the ships, but that felt a bit like, I don't know, it's not really that interesting, is it? I don't know, it's not, I don't know, maybe I'll do something like that in the future. I don't know. <laughs> if you'd like to support the channel like these fine gentlemen whose names are scrolling by here you can become a YouTube member by clicking the join button you can become a patron on Patreon by joining Patreon or you can go on a subscribe star and uh, do it there because I know people some people like that prefer that but uh, if not please do give the video a like let me know in the comments what you think I've got more stuff coming up stay tuned subscribe like the video share this to anyone you think might like it and uh, I'll be back again for very much soon if you're listening on the podcast uh, apologies for the delay. <laughs> I try and upload things in bulk on the podcast. Don't ask me why. It's just something I've do. I've got in the habit of it. Uh, thank you for watching on the podcast. So appreciate that. And give it a like and all that stuff if you happen to be watching it there. I'll be back again very, very soon. Thank you all very, very much. Again, ta-ra. Goodbye. May the Emperor protect. All right. <laughs> ta-ra.